G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our review and rank series for 2023. And today is all about one of our co-hosts, the United Kingdom. Yes, home of the famous Eurovision entries of Electro Velvet and Scoot, some yeah. of my absolute favourites. You're triggering the audience immediately, Dale. That's a bit harsh. No, no. Look, I love UK. As I've said many times before... I lived there for seven years in London and loved it. And a lot of my passion for Eurovision comes from my time in the UK. Yes, and one of those countries very much on the upswing. A lot of energy around it after a fantastic finish of second last year. Yeah, exactly. Well, one upswing because it's been not great before that. Let's be let's be honest there. Um, but look, UK for us, they, they're kind of our friends and slight foes at uh, Eurovision. You know, friends of Australia, but we don't want to lose to them. <laughs> and it's been pretty easy so far to, to get in front of them because they have struggled for some time. In just over a decade, they have finished last one third of the time. And that's including the two times in a row of 2019 and 2021 where they had the double zero points Mm. but it all turned around last year they completely took a different approach to the whole thing we had the amazing ambassador of sam Ryder, who was this kind of perennially happy labrador that europe loved the jury loved it won the jury and finished second overall giving UK host rights this year after Ukraine couldn't host. So a massive big turnaround for UK in one year. Can they continue this? Mm, Well, who have they got for us to continue the run? They have May Muller with I Wrote a Song. Muller is a 25-year-old singer-songwriter from London. She's been commercially releasing music since 2018 and her big break came in 2021 when she collaborated on the single Better Days with the Swedish music collective Naked and American rapper Polo G. The song went on to be a hit all around the world, including the US and here in Australia. And May Muller is an internal selection from the UK broadcaster BBC. Yes, the internal process seems to be working for them so far. So, well, let's start talking some of the pros about this entry, Michael. Number one, this sounds like British pop music. It sounds like something you would hear on the radio over there in the UK. And that is so important because the UK are the biggest music industry in Europe. They are the best. And so when they haven't been sending things that sound like they're from Britain, it's been confusing for people and they've got the not great results. They came with something last year that sounded like it and they've done it again this year and that's got to be a massive tick for this entry. Yes, good to hear. No more Scandi casts off, please, (laughs) UK. Thank you. For me, instantly catchy, this song. It's got a clear sense of identity and it's going to have a degree of familiarity with listeners and viewers. There's nothing too challenging here. It's nice and simple. You can sink your teeth into it straight away. Yeah, I said that as well. Simple pop, you can remember it easily, and that's what good pop music does. And the good thing with that, this song feels like it's a blank canvas for staging. You can do anything with this. Obviously, there's going to be a little bit of dance, for sure, within there. But I think that there's, with that, 
you can be quite inventive. They came out with some great staging last year. You can do something really simple, effective. You could go a little bit over the top with the whole thing, but you're not kind of bound by the song. I think you've really enhanced by it and you can kind of go in any direction with it. I'm going to say a massive positive about this entry, Herdale. Her, she seems to have bags of personality and charisma. Now that's a big bonus in the lead up considering they are one of the hosts and also during the contest. So I think there's got to be a lot of goodwill towards our May come <laughs> grand final night. Yeah, and I think with the song itself, look, it does get to a point because of the simple pop where it starts to run out of a little bit of steam. But even though this is a bit controversial, I think the spoken word bridge going into that kind of last chorus, it's really good. I think it breaks up the song. It gives a moment. It'll probably help her on stage to get a bit of a breather, probably before a big kick at the end. And it gives a Britishness as she's doing tonight, tonight. Like, it's great. I love it. And I just think it gives it the kind of slight difference it needs. Otherwise, it starts to get a little bit samey-samey. Yeah, I agree. I know some people cringe about her British accent. I personally love it. I think it gives it a real charm. Lean into it. Mm. Now, I'm going to say we know her running order already for the grand final. She will be closing the show. Now, that is a bit of a double-edged sword. But what it does, it guarantees a big reception for this at the end of the night. It's the big finish, so it should create a great vibe around the song come voting time. I have to agree. I do think it can be a bit tricky to close, but I think if any song can do it and any performance, I think a host entry that's kind of upbeat like this is a good thing. Mm. All right, let's look at the drawbacks here. I'll kick us off. Is it a bit too simple? I think the first time I heard this and I heard that chorus particularly, I was like, oh, okay, that's not really sophisticated. It's good, but it's just a little bit too simple. And when it comes to things like the jury, which they really relied upon last year, will they be even punished, even though it's a little bit, you know, modern and pop? That chorus is awfully simple. It does help with the immediacy, doesn't it? But at the ultimately, it makes it very, very simple. Now, I'm going to say here, if you are going to be on the simple side, then everything in the presentation must be spot on. And that is vocals, choreography, visuals. You have to make up for your lack of sophistication with a great degree of polish. And we saw that last year with Spain. So I can forgive a little bit of messiness when it comes to really technically hard things to do. But if you've got something simple, you better be spot on. And it's all about your competition as well, because if you were coming into like female pop bangers and you were the only one and there's only two of you or something, you can kind of afford to be a bit messy and Eurovision will forgive you because we love a couple of pop bangers, right? This year, it's stacked. Loren, Noah Carell, God, who else? Like loads of people, right? Lazara, Alessandra. Alessandra, exactly. And... I think, therefore, you can't miss a mark. You almost have to be as good as Chanel last year to stand out. So that is going to be really hard when you've got probably the the toughest category of competition is the female pop girly banger. Yep, that was my last point as well. Will she measure up to those other artists around her? Because we've seen it in the past, I think 2018. You know, Jessica Malboy wasn't dreadful, but when you start comparing her to Netta and uh, Eleni, all of a sudden she ain't getting no votes compared to them too. And I think May has to really, really capture attention here to get the votes off some of those very, very big, sophisticated songs around her. 
And that's where overall impression can matter because Jessica Malboy was left on her own. And then when you're left on your own and you've got a lot of work to do and it doesn't go perfect, things can go wrong. And let's look at her recent performance in Barcelona Preview Party. Now, she was sick 100% and that is not, and those preview parties never give great vocals. But at the same time, she did struggle a little bit and it does show that this is if you're going to do a lot of dancing, which is very tricky to do, the dancing, the singing, and she can sing, but she's not like supreme, uh, the most amazing artist that we've ever seen. So she, I think, needs some, get that backing vocal and you're going to have to rely on this overall impression to make sure you get those points coming through when you've got the competition. Yeah, I will agree. And you're right, she probably isn't the strongest vocalist we have in the competition. Plus, the song itself doesn't have massive natural moments, so she's going to really need to extract everything she can out of this with the overall impression and performance. Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just about us two. It is the thoughts and rankings of the Aussie Vision team that come into account here as well. And what have they thought about our co-host entry? Well, the Aussie Vision team have ranked the United Kingdom in fifth place. Oh, good stuff. Top five. That is excellent. It's a really good result. 13 top tens. Wow. This is out of the 21 that we know, 13 of them. So that's basically two thirds. Yeah, Uh, almost 14 would be. Um, (laughs) I can see you trying to do the maths in your head, Dale. I was trying to help you there. Excuse me. um, Top 5% um, Westpac Maths Competition 1994 in Australia. Thank you. Um, Look, five top fives. The best was third, so no first or seconds. Only three in the 20s was the worst. So the reason this did well was a lot of top 10s, and if they weren't, they were pretty much in the teens. Only a smattering of a couple of people in the 20s. So this is a very strong result for the UK from the Aussie Vision team. All right, so who are we hearing from from the team? We're hearing from G, and we're hearing from Justin. This song is an absolute British banger. It is Europop with a modern twist. I always find myself literally dancing along to the chorus. It is incredibly infectious. I also love May's enthusiasm for the contest. You know, she's always constantly engaging with Eurovision fans on social media, and she's performed at many of the pre-parties, very unique for a British entrant. If it wasn't for Sam Ryder's silver place finish last year, I reckon there'd be way more hype about this entry. I think it's potentially the best British Eurovision entry this century, the studio version at least. The live vocals at the Barcelona pre-party were quite questionable, but she was sick, so I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. I can't wait to see what she delivers at Eurovision. Her vocals will be better, and in Barcelona, she's clearly not afraid to dance. So having the home crowd behind her and performing last in the final will also definitely help her. For a country that likes to revisit Gina G's ooh-ah just a little bit as often as they do, It took the UK almost 30 years to realize that this is a viable direction for them to approach the contest. I wrote a song took lyrical content that normally makes for an okay ballad to become a romping banger fit to close the show. If judges are looking for radio friendliness and the audience connects, I believe this will give the UK its second consecutive top five finish and further cement its Eurovision Song Contest reputation rebuild. Well, I have to say, both our commenters did mention that they enjoyed the upbeat nature of the song and felt like it was a really good follow-on from last year. And I think that 
shouldn't be discounted because that's very, very difficult. There was a lot of expectation after Sam Ryder's performance last year. And yeah, they're seeing a good result coming up for this one just purely for how catchy and engaging it is. And it's really interesting that they put both put it in the historical nature of UK over the last couple of decades and really take Sam Ryder out of the equation. This came in, the British fans would be going crazy they're very excited it's doing well in the charts but maybe not the same kind of almost hype leading into it and really is it one of the best of the century when we had you know gemini back in 2003 <laughs> you know what about engelbert humperdinck come oh, on yeah. these yeah. classics bonnie tyler who'd been dra- hey that was good <laughs> she was looked like she'd been dragged backwards through a hedge the poor thing <laughs> All right. Anyway, shall we go into our rap and ranks, Michael? We should. And I'll kick us off on this one. There is something quite infectious about May Muller and I Wrote a Song. It may not be the most sophisticated piece of music in the competition, but it brings the right amount of fun and whimsy to make up for it. The whole thing is catchy as hell and has stayed with me since it was released. This is definitely one of my favourites for the year. I've ranked I Wrote a Song in second. Oh, second. Second. Do you know what? I was preparing for a first place. (laughs) Do you know why? Because you have been learning the dance in the lounge room and playing this so much that we never know our ranks, but you get a vibe if you're doing that. You were only doing that to Chanel last year. Publicly saying this, Dale. I can't believe it. Well, look. In confidence in front of you and the cat. <laughs> but look, can I just say, second place. Ooh, that's super high. Love it. Because I put like Sam Ryder either second or third last year, um, and you were a bit surprised by that. I'm a bit surprised by top three, um, other than knowing your history with it, <laughs> this song in the last few weeks. So that's that's a that's a big tick. Actively seek this one out. It's oh. pretty much like straight hit play as soon as it comes on the playlist. Oh, well, well, well. Okay, right. Um, so I'll go to my rap and rank here. Look, number one, UK, thank you for bringing such a fun, radio-friendly song that sounds like something from the British music industry that could be played on the radio. It's what we've been wanting for years, and it's happening, and you're really starting to flex your muscles. On first listen, I was a little worried that this might be a little bit too basic, but I think I almost look at UK like the way I look at Australia. Real fine kind of um, tooth comb over the whole thing. And very quickly, I was like, no, this is actually a banger. I really love it. And it's catchy because that's what good pop music does. It makes the simple seem brilliant. And that's kind of what it is here. It's just so catchy, it gets in your head. I think there's going to be so much they can do with staging. I do think they're absolutely going to bring it here. And I'm really excited because I think it's going to go with the whole energy of um, how excited UK are about it. May is a wonderful ambassador who's excited about it. I'm excited about it. Not as excited as you, but I've still ranked it pretty high in sixth place. Wow, another top 10. Gosh, that's what now? 15 out of 23 from the team in the top 10. Yeah. So this is resonating. This this is resonating, and fingers crossed with a good performance, she'll get that result. Bring it live, and this can get a good result, no matter what the competition is like. It's there. Yeah. She's got the song. This is a better song than a lot of the other pop bangers, for I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to pick up on that point you said, too. As far as like following up from Sam, etc., I didn't want a dreary ballad or no. anything like that. Give me this. Give me a bit of spunk. You're hosting. This is yeah. party time. So perfect selection from Tap Music and BBC, I think. 
Yeah, exactly. Can't wait to see how it goes over in Liverpool. It's going to be one of the best host entries we've seen in the last you know, couple of decades, hopefully, fingers crossed. Mm. And British fans, I hope it all goes well for you. But, you know, maybe not win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want, maybe Australia. I'm a bit worried about Australia beating. It might be tight. You never know. We could be off to Sheffield next year, though. <laughs> we could be. We could. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.